following program is rated R18+. May contain coarse language, sexual references, drug references, and a bunch of other shit. So if you're under the age of 18, get the fuck out. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to uh, episode two, uh, R18 Plus. Big episode, not really, uh, although it is sponsored today by Azus, uh, Skype, and um, IKEA. Big ups to all of them. Try out the new Swedish meatballs today at IKEA. I forget who else sponsored me. <laughs> uh, welcome back. Um, geez, what a week, huh? I did nothing. Again. Man, I'm so good at that. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, fuck, I have literally no news. Uh, what is there? Trump fast food gate. Amazing. Amazing. Um, thank God our Prime Minister doesn't hold a bunch of dinners for the press and sports teams and shit, because imagine <laughs> the shit you can get from McDonald's here. Wow. I, I, to be fair, imagine how shit it would be over there, too. <clears throat> Which brings me to something I've I've been thinking about is uh, everyone's divided on this and it's huge. And I just want to know what people think is the best fast food French fry. Um, I know a guy that will literally throw away a whole packet of chips from KFC if they're not hot enough, if they're not fresh, freshly cooked. And there is something to be said for KFC chips that are freshly cooked. Definitely there's something to be said about that. Um, I, I've got to say, though, the premise of the best one has to be when they're all fresh. You don't want to be thinking about, like, stale fucking chips, do you? Um, I've got to say... Out of the big three, let's call it Hungry Jacks, KFC, and McDonald's. Favorite French fry, Hungry Jacks. I know plenty of people are going to disagree with me on that topic, but it is what it is. They're just the best. They're, the, they're in between the thickness, they're still crunchy, and they have a good seasoning. And who would have expected me, of all people, to talk about fucking French fries on this podcast? <laughs> uh, I've got, you know, message me on Instagram if you disagree, uh, because honestly, you can't take me away from it. If it was like a off, you know, like not super fast food, I'd say probably my favorite has got to be, I don't know, grilled maybe? Grilled is very good. Grilled has great chips. Although in Canberra, Kingsley's has good chips. What a great way to start the start the podcast. No one wants to hear about chips, do they? I've been on I've been on uh, fucking uh, Reddit, <laughs> reading up on some uh, 
some good things. Uh, they're like questions. I think it's in R sex is where I got all of these from. Uh, the first one, it's like, see, I'm trying to deviate here because I don't want to just do horror sex stories. There's some other things I want to talk about too. Let's talk about r slash sex from Reddit. Squirting. (laughs) Is squirting hot or not? I feel like the guys I've been with says it's hot, but when it happens, they have no idea what to do. Is the fantasy of it hot and the actuality of it not? First commenter says hot or not. It better be in her bed. It goes from sexy to dang who's cleaning this up real quick. <laughs> oh, shit. He's like, mm, damn, do it on my face. Now wipe me down, mama. <laughs> Get that paper towel out. I need my face wiped down. Who cleaning this up? Not me. I get it, though. I've had a girl shit in my bed, and I had to clean it up, so it wasn't fun. Some think it's hot, some think it's not. Sorry, this is another comment. Some think it's hot, some think it's not. You'll mostly get replies that it is hot because people are replying that it is not either. Oh. Can't be asked writing anything and or gets downvoted that they don't bother. Personally, I dislike it, but each to their own. Here's the thing. I like that there's a stigma about squirting. I like that because, you know, girls can feel self-conscious about squirting and if they think it's not hot, they won't enjoy themselves. So I think... My personal opinion is this. If you've had fun enough to squirt all over me and my shit whilst having sex with me, that's hot. That's very fucking hot. So, that's that. And if you disagree, you're a fucking lunatic. Because fuck you and you have the wrong motives. Handicap fetish. <laughs> um, so, I've been talking to a cute girl at my school both both 17 in brackets and I really like her and I want to try and pursue a relationship with her isn't that sweet she's been in a wheelchair for a while and my friends have taken to pointing out that if I was to be with her people would just think I was a creep and that I was only with her because she's disabled who thinks that I'm sexually interested in her but it's not because of that I'm worried that if I approach her about it she'll think that I'm just fetishizing her well that's fair is this a serious issue or are they making a big deal out of nothing? I'll tell you what, they're just they're just being bastards. I've I've not made I'm not gonna pretend sorry. Let me clarify. I'm not gonna pretend I haven't made worse jokes than that. Because if my mates were dating someone in a wheelchair and all parties were comfortable with it. I'd absolutely slam anyone. <laughs> oh, shit. Rolling on up to the damn bed. Hey, baby. I'm ready. Take me. Take me. Baby, I'm not in the mood. I don't want to lift you on my dick. <laughs> no, but on a serious note, it is lovely. Uh, I think I think go for it. Um, you know. There's nothing. There's absolutely nothing wrong with someone dating someone that's disabled, in like in a physical way. I'm I'm not. I'm a little less comfortable with mental disabilities, just depending on like what it is. Because if a a person's still mentally a child, I don't. I don't feel like that's a safe thing to. I don't feel like that's safe to date someone that's mentally disabled in a way that they can't make 
massive amounts of decisions in that manner. Oh, okay. So I'm on to the next one, and it's called Am I Too Tight? I'll read it. It's a long motherfucker. I decided not to read it um, when I first saw it. I've just screen capped it. I haven't read the whole thing. So I'm hoping it's really funny. There is a TLDR, but like, didn't read that either. Am I too tight? 19-year-old female. I lost my virginity to a guy around my age a couple months ago. It was a great experience. Rare. And also, congratulations. Uh, With absolutely no pain. Yes, she was horny as fuck. But he only lasted around two minutes. He made a comment about how he came quickly because I was so tight. Victim blaming? You're just a pussy, dude. Uh, I wasn't surprised when he said this, considering I've never even been able to fit anything more than one finger before that day. Holy shit. Since then, I've been casually hooking up with guys from my university, 19 to 22. Some have lasted longer than others, but every single guy has told me that I'm the tightest girl they've been with. Fuck, she's getting stretched out. (laughs) And they usually last longer. I began to assume this was just an excuse that they were embarrassed. Let me add that I would never shame a guy for how long he does or doesn't last. I enjoy it anyway. Lol, she says. A couple nights ago... (coughs) Excuse me. A couple nights ago, I hooked up with an older guy, 29. Foreplay was great. I was extremely wet and relaxed, as I always am. We get to the actual PIV part. Not sure what that means. PIV. Hmm... I'll have to look that, up, look that up. And he has to keep stopping after 45 to 60 seconds to keep from coming. <laughs> after five minutes of this, he eventually gives up and comes. He looked genuinely shocked once again. I was told I was the tightest girl ever. He told me he can usually do fifteen to 10 to 15 minutes of continuous penetration, which I believe. Sure. Anyways, he finishes me off with his fingers and then I come, and then I come during... After I came, my vagina got so tight, he actually struggled to get his finger out. Holy fuck. He told me he thought my vagina was going to break his finger. <laughs> Holy shit. At this point, I don't think there's these are insecure guys making excuses. I think this is an actual issue. Well, I'm always 100% relaxed and 100% wet. Nice. So that's not the issue. As far as I know, I'm not intentionally clenching my vagina unless I'm having an orgasm, obviously. I'm getting frustrated because my most intense orgasms happen from PIV. Penetration in vagina? That must that must be it. If it lasts long enough. I don't know what to do. I'm masturbating I'm masturbating via penetration pretty regularly and I'm having sex on a semi regular basis. So shouldn't I be getting looser to some extent? By the way, I've also had partners stop making me come before penis in vagina because penetration is virtually impossible after I come. Am I missing something? Any input is greatly appreciated. Thank you in advance. Isn't that a fucking journey and a half? That was a long one. Um, Holy shit, dude. Too tight? I mean... Hmm. I can't see it being an issue as long as the dick... I mean, the dick might get stuck in there for like a while, but sooner or later the guy will go soft and just pull on out, won't they? I can't see that being a real problem, though. All I can imagine is that that's maximum pleasure right there. Just all. All surrounding walls just fucking... 
fucking your nerves are just letting loose on all of the fucking because i can't imagine your senses are like no don't do it don't do it i don't i don't like this put my foreskin back over me (laughs) i don't like the feeling i wish to be circumcised again fuck uncircumcised again that was what i was trying to say I was giving you many points of view, but I just can't imagine that someone would be like, you know, this vagina too damn tight. I don't want that on my dick, you know. Uh, you know, fuck, it sounds good to me. Got a little quarter chub on there. Tightness being a problem. Pfft. Why do guys like sex with the lights on? This girl is obviously very hot. I'm a sexually attractive woman. Nice. Oh, she's that active. Can't read. Can't read. Don't need glasses, but also can't read. I'm a sexually active woman, and when I have sex, I like to do it with the lights on. It feels more fun for me. I feel like with the lights off, I can sense more and experience sex better. Maybe I'm weird. Maybe you are. Who knows? But just about every guy I've been with prefers the light on. Some have even been insulted that I asked to turn the lights out. It's not personal. But I enjoy it more. Guys, is this normal for you? If so, why do you prefer the lights to be on? Do you get insulted if the girl turns the lights off? Hmm. I like the lights on, depending on who I'm with. (laughs) This is about to sound savage as fuck. I like the lights on, depending on who I'm with, because... Firstly, I like the eye contact, but even, even just as much, I really like to be able to see what they look like. With the rest of their bod. I just want to really take all of that visual in. Because that's a very big part of male sex. Obviously feeling. But also like. Visuals can really. Really get us fucking going. (laughs) They can really fucking set us up for some good shit. And like. I I don't know. Both lights off and lights on is good. Um, But I just like. If I can. If it's not. You know what my problem right now is? I feel like my answer will be swayed because it's summer. I would leave the lights off strictly because I would like to try and keep the room as cool as possible. Because right now I'm sweating my damn balls off. There's a storm outside, no rain, all I can see is lightning, and I'm still dying in my fucking bedroom. It's so hot. Holy shit, dude. So, in conclusion... This is an argument. In conclusion, depending on the weather, lights on or lights off. Full stop. Uh, you know, uh, I think I'd prefer lights on either way, any time of the day. But hmm, I think it does depend on the time of day also. And also, I've got a housemate that lives. We share a wall, um, and like so. If I have lights on, her lights, like, the light might affect her bedroom because the light will shine from my bed over to her, not from my bed, but, like, my door will let the light through under her, under my door and under her door. She might be able to see it, so I'd just prefer to keep the light on depending on whether she's, light off, whether whether that person's home or not, Um, you know. And Oh, I back to the visual thing. You know what it is? The wildest thing. I was talking to my buddy the other day. 
<laughs> about when I was like young and coming up the masturbation game. I'll tell you what, fucking the craziest shit was <laughs> when you got to the mail first and like <laughs> Big W had a bra catalog. <laughs> Is to take that shit to the toilet and just fuck it. When I got home, I used to play music really loud in my house um, and just like fucking <laughs> take that shit to the toilet, close myself in, and pop one. <laughs> Kmart too. I think actually Kmart had the hotter, hotter models. <laughs> oh man, that shit used to be crazy. I used to try and sneak it out of there. <laughs> Hoping no one had seen that I had been in there with the catalogue. <laughs> Imagine walking into the bathroom and seeing a big W catalogue just open to the bras. Just Excuse me, sorry, I've bumped the mic. Imagine just looking up and being like, Someone was just having a browse. <laughs> My wife was just having a browse over the bras. <laughs> but she doesn't get home till five. My dad doesn't sound like that at all. <laughs> Not even close, but I uh, just can't help it. Imagine imagine my <laughs> imagine anyone I guess walks in there and be like, Oh, perusing the old catalogue <laughs> What's this? Oh oh <laughs> Imagine they pop one out too. <sighs> my tunnel buddies of the metaphoric kind. Ugh, yucky yucky. Man, I used to have this one that I actually kept forever because I was just so mesmerized by the... Like, there was this really hot woman that I was just like, oh, she's so amazingly pretty. And just like... Oh, man, I just loved it. I don't even know what happened to it. I probably threw it away when I got into porn. When the old internet improved a little bit. Which brings me to, like, my next (laughs) point... (laughs) is like deleting internet history. And I have to be safe because I just use my phone for porn now. And I work in the telecom industry selling phones. And so I, if I have to demonstrate like certain things my phone can do, and if I need to Google something on the internet, <laughs> Google Chrome, I'll open that shit up. And every so often, like, <laughs> I'm always fast enough, but every so often... um. Pornhub might still be open, and I'll just quickly close that shit. I'll never show a customer, ever, ever, never, ever show a customer. But usually, I just like quickly double check before I show them what I'm showing them, and I'll be like, "Oh, we're good." And here you go. But like, <laughs> I have to double check because I don't like I don't want the mesmeri- uh the mortifying experience of being like oh that's porn on my phone in a public place what if i'm getting freaky the night before too what if i'm watching some shit that's fucking real wild (laughs) which so anyway bringing it back to the main point i i watch an incognito mode and like sometimes i just open up chrome and it's the first thing that opens so i'll just like i'll just quickly close that shit down but back in the day I remember my brother, Ethan, is his name. Um, <laughs> he had used my dad's laptop for YouTube, and he was just watching videos and shit, wasting all our downloads and data and shit like that. Fucking selfish prick. And so, <laughs> um, Dad calls us in from play. From play, we're fucking 
teenagers and he fucking called us in to the house and um he goes what is this that is not what my dad sounds like my dad sounds probably like me but like with a deeper voice so he goes what is this and he turns the laptop around and all i can see is just like (laughs) there's so many browsers (laughs) Of lesbians making out on YouTube back in the day. <laughs> and I got my boys back. I'm like, Dad, I don't know, but that looks like pop-ups. <laughs> it was 100% because I hadn't been on the laptop. I remember thinking, I hadn't used this today. Ethan was on it last. <laughs> I was like, Dad, got to be pop-ups. It's got to be. Dad, it's just, it has to be pop-ups. Because we don't look at that stuff. We're good Christian boys. <laughs> And I remember looking at Ethan's face and he's just like, like, I, how to describe it? You know, the emoji with like the circle for a mouth, the same size as his eyes. He's just like, oh, fuck, I'm in so much trouble. And he, <laughs> I just, I clicked on so fast and I was just like, yeah, dad, that's, that's definitely pop-ups. That's, um, that's a virus. And he's like, oh, well, how do I get rid of it? And I was like, oh, dad, don't worry. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll fix that shit. But I'm so sure, like... There's no way he's falling for that. But I'm so sure that Ethan and I weren't deleting our history. If my dad ever figured out how to find that shit, we were in deep shit. We were in so much trouble because, like, we were coming up through, like, religious, like, a religious family. Oh, man, but that's so funny. And, like, I don't know, man. I used to look at the weirdest shit online and didn't change my, didn't change my internet history and coming up in a religious family was so bad i probably should definitely have learned that faster because this dumb motherfucker could have gotten heaps of trouble sorry i keep bumping the mic mic by the way um i'm just retarded i'm just so retarded yeah so growing up in a religious family has been let's talk about religion because this is something that um you know, my family is huge about it, and uh, I don't know how many people know my beliefs, but you might be able to tell by my swearing and stuff that I, like, I might not be the most committed religious person, but I actually, my general my general thought process is that if there are people that are suffering constantly, and there are people that are living great lives... This is exactly why a God couldn't exist as a creator that sends people down here to show him love um, and commitment. I may believe that there is something that created us, but I can't say that I think that... I'm not sure I think that it's entirely a a good being. It might just be neutral. Or maybe it wasn't a being that created us in the first place. Because if spirits can be good and if spirits can be bad and we believe in those as a precedent, therefore a god could be good or could be bad and we wouldn't really be able to tell the difference because the society is telling us that's great or that's bad, you know? So that's just my two cents. I I just wanted to get that laid out early so people could know that that's how I feel about this. I'm pretty open-minded. I haven't made a specific def- decision, and I don't really like to spread like uh, falsehoods or anything like that. I just think it could be a little less 
black and white than some people make it out to be. Um, you know, how could, you know, I don't want to go too much into it, but I just want people to know that early on because I mean, believe what you want. I love that. I love that people believe in religions, specifically people that don't. I really like people that believe in things that aren't westernized. I really like that. And I mostly say that because in Australia, religious, the, the religious people can really fucking suck. The most cancerous thing about religion, in my personal opinion, is the gossip in churches and the lies and the um, hierarchy of popularity. That is fucking pure horse shit. I'll tell you what, like, I've, I know so many people that have had particularly awful experiences because it's hard to buy into a church, firstly, but it's, it's so unlikely for a church family to accept someone that they've never met. And I've got to say the most amazing people are the ones that greet people they haven't met at church. That is fucking so lovely. Because if you go to a church you've never been to before, it's so likely people are just going to shun you and not converse with you unless you talk first. And there's always little clicks and stuff. And there's always people that don't like each other, so they spread away and they don't chat and shit. And people get... I'll tell you what. I had some very close friends when I, back when I went to church, especially in Canberra. I had some very, very close friends. A couple of years ago, a guy that I played football with, a guy that I had spent numerous hours playing video games with and chatting to and, and having interests outside of church with, he got married and I didn't get an invite. We had played football together for four years, um, ever since I moved to Canberra, and we were very close friends. We used to go to the movies together in a big group with a bunch of friends. I was so upset, and I saw him in public. I looked him dead in the eye to see if he would meet me, but he didn't. I think he noticed that I was there. I looked him dead in the eye, and I tried to make eye contact because I wanted to see him see, see, me, see, him see me. And I wanted him to see me look away as if I didn't give a fuck about him. Because I was, I was very hurt that he could just have a wedding and our friendship was just dead because I stopped going to church with him. Because church, I, I definitely was like a bit of an asshole coming up through my age group. But mostly just <laughs> relationship-wise. I would get in, I had gotten in a pretty serious relationship with a girl from church and it didn't end well. And I understand that people would just, like, see that I had fucked up, but I didn't expect people to not be my friend after that. There's so much... There's so... Churches, there's so much fucking, like, drama and toxicity. I know a guy that... There was a trio of us. We were really close friends. This guy got engaged at 18, and that engagement broke off. The other guy in the trio who had previously dated the sister of the girl involved, ended up fucking the guy's ex-fiance. Tell me that's not toxic. That, that is shit. That is fucking pure shit. And the guy who got, like, dumped, and his, one of his close mates fucked his ex-fiance, ended up dealing drugs and shit. Which is wild, dude. The poor guy, like, I, I really cared about this guy, so I fucking told his parents. I told... I didn't know about that ex-fiance shit for a long time. And so when I had told 
told his parents that he was into drugs and dealing drugs and shit. I'd also told the other guy because I was really nervous to bring it up. Turns out that whole fucking thing happened and I just got lumped in with a fucking a dick bag that had uh, that had uh, dogged his mate. So basically, I mean, firstly, I shouldn't have dubbed my mate in for dealing drugs. Although, what a fuckwit, right? Dealing fucking stepped on shit. I heard it wasn't great quality anyway. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so that's my take on some very cancerous uh, habits of the religious people. Fuck, let's finish on... <laughs> Fuck, that was really not light-hearted. Um, holy shit. Fuck, man. Just for that, like... I might just read some horror sex stories and laugh it out. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. That got so, like, fucking shitty. I'm so sorry for any listeners still here, because that's my take, but I'm very sorry that you had... It went for so long. What a rant, huh? Um, here's some funny sex stories, just to get you over the line. Um, we'll leave it on a lighthearted note. Um, episode 2. Let me read some shit. Once I was having some particularly rowdy sex in a car with the windows rolled down. Fuck yes, dude. It's hot out here. We need some fucking airflow. I mean, it was hot and sweaty. That's what she said. It's true. So we needed that airflow. That's exactly what I said. If you don't know what I'm saying, basically we didn't realize that there were people nearby. Big whoops. We got a particularly enthusiastic cheer from a nearby car when it finished. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Followed by a round of applause. What a fabulous way to end our foray, foray into car sex. <laughs> Dude, I would totally be the kind of person that cheers someone who's having sex nearby me. That is so funny. I was in uni and finally decided having a one-night stand. Oh, Ken Reed. Finally decided on having a one-night stand. We went back to mine and did the deed. And after a while of chilling together, I was ready for sleep. I'm one of those people who has an intense relationship with my bed. So sharing it with a foreign body was not okay. I asked him to leave, but he wouldn't because he wanted to catch some Zeds. Essentially, after a while of asking politely, I decided to take things to the next level. I'm sorry for bumping the mic. I went out into my dorm room and rallied the flat to basically yell at him until he left. Let's just say it wasn't the best one night experience for me or for him. Damn, dude, just leave the fucking bed. Imagine being such a fuck with it. You're just like, nah, I want to sleep here. I don't want to sleep here. I wonder if this is in the days where there was no Uber, or if the guy just if the, if the guy just didn't have any money for an Uber f- for himself. Like, imagine he's just like, ah, so I don't have any money. Can I just stay here the night? And they're like, nah, just catch the catch the couch. My boyfriend and I, this is, a, this is the next one. My boyfriend and I had moved back home to save some money. And of course, had been, ex- whoa, had been ascertaining several clandestine ways to get our loving without making, waking the family. Holy fuck. What a shit sentence to write. Just shut the, just say we wanted to be quiet because we didn't want to get caught or wake our fucking family. Which we thought we were doing successfully. Apparently one morning after I left for work, my boyfriend's mother muttered, She's a bit vocal, isn't she? Fuck, why can't I read? She's a bit vocal, isn't she? To add salt into the womb, my boyfriend failed to tell me this for over a week, during which time I'd continued my vocal ways. Mortifying. 
<laughs> yeah, dude, don't ever tell a girl. Like, just let him be vocal. She's a bit vocal, isn't she? Shut the fuck up, you old hag. Let a girl live, man. If you're okay with someone fucking in your roof, under your roof, just fucking shut up and let her live, dude. Yeah, anyway. Alright, final one. Once when I was traveling, I decided to go home with a guy who was staying in a twin dorm. It happened to be the friend I was traveling with and the other dorm buddy. What a coincidence. They took the ensuite bathroom where apparently her lover told her to sit on the sink. At first, she suggested that it wasn't a good idea but finally gave in, only to have the sink break under her, bursting the pipes and flooding the bathroom. She ran back into the main room, screaming, grabbing our clothes and forcing me to run naked to our own dorm, four flights down, out of embarrassment. <laughs> Nudie runs for fucking days. Oh, shit. Man, I love a good nudie run, I'll tell you that. Any one of my football teammates can tell you that too. On my end of season trip, I, um, <laughs> because I didn't score a goal last season, which is very unlike me, I've never had a season like that, because um, I didn't score a goal, though I owed the team a nudie run. Some players hadn't arrived yet, but we were there and in the house, and it was about 4pm in the afternoon, and the sun was still high, so I got naked in amongst a group of men ran downstairs outside <laughs> and got my nudie run over and done with. And then I came on back up and got dressed again. And later on, actually, in that week, I had a really shit game of beer pong in which I didn't sink anything. So I had to play a... Well, I didn't have to, actually. Three men and myself actually volunteered to go ahead and play a game naked it was very fun i've got to say it's very liberating to not give a fuck about being naked um yeah it's i love it i really enjoy being nude yeah on the topic of sex of course the theme of the podcast i just want to say one thing which i don't know if many people are clear about if you have an sti and you have sex with someone unprotected, that person doesn't automatically have an STI. I just want to clarify that for people. There's a chance of them catching it. It's just like kissing someone with a cold. You're not absolutely going to get a cold if you kiss someone with a cold. There's just a high chance of it. That being said, if you've had sex with multiple people, get tested and you've got chlamydia, there's bound to be one that says they've got chlamydia. So just... Obviously, because someone had to give it to you. All I'm saying is, fucking... Just for those people that don't know, because I know that people out there don't know about STIs and stuff, and that's why I've done this podcast. I want people to understand the ins and outs so that they can be more careful. But they're not 100% going to get it if you have it and then have sex with them unprotected. Same as oral, you can suck their dick if they've got chlamydia, or you can lick their pussy if they've got chlamydia and not get it. Does that make sense? Okay, great. Secondly, use condoms. Thirdly, don't reuse them. Oh, reusing a condom, firstly, I can't exp explain how disgusting that makes me feel, especially if you've cummed in it. Don't, ugh, like, if you keep going, I get it. If you just, if you put back it, like, if you put an old condom back on, 
Dude, you fucking disgust me. That is so gross. Either abstain from sex on that particular experience, or fucking go buy some more. Holy fuck. Dude, I have like 40 condoms right here. If anyone needs to borrow one, let me know. Like, I'll, I probably won't drive out to you, but if you need like four or five, just come on over and fucking pick some up, because I swear to God, if I'd prefer someone to use a condom, come and pick one up, than fucking get chlamydia or have a baby they don't need. That's some fucking crazy shit. I really can't. I can't fucking believe that. Like, I've heard of people doing that. And I tell you what, the strength... The strength of a fucking condom after it's been used and then cooled down or whatever. I can't imagine. I'm pretty sure there's been studies done that it will break the second time. It's fucked. Anyway, on that note, I've got to say, please use fresh condoms... And have a great day. See you next week. Uh, Thanks for listening. (sighs) Please email me with any fucking shit that's funny. I have an R18 Instagram that you can follow. Uh, Its its handle is uh, R18 underscore podcast. Um, We can interact there. Um, Send me messages. Send me any ideas if you have any. And any fucking sex stories. Thank you again. Catch you later. You know that feeling when you know you finna bone for the first time. I'm hoping that she won't notice it's my first time. I'm hoping that my shit is big enough to fuck with. And most of all, I'm praying God don't let me bust quick. I'm watching pornos trying to see just how to stroke, right? Practice putting condoms on, how it go, right? I'm in a crib now, nigga, palm sweating. With a pocket full of rubbers and an erection. That's when my hands stuck touching and her face stuck blushing. And a nigga roll over on top. And then she get my pants up, buckled, and her hands start rubbing on me. Ooh, girl, don't stop.